Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Oh, MJ Holden. I've got a little plan for you, and I think you might not like it. I'm coming Let's do home the tonight. Lighters up, ladies and gentlemen. Lighters up. I think you might not like it. I do not like it. Let's do the little dance we do. I think you might like it. And we're going to cry tomorrow watching the funeral of Olivia uh, Newton-John, not watching It's a Wonderful Life. There will be crying and there will be blood. I think I don't like it. Olivia Newton-John is dead. She was so tight. I was Jackie's first response was, <laughs> but she was so tight. <laughs> just so tight. Like, just look, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, she did seem like one of those definitely not going to die that young. That young. young is a weird word to say, but my parents are past that age, so it's like, ugh. Just... Yes, no, it's horrifying to be old enough don't think to about find it, don't think 73 about it. extremely young. Young! <laughs> like it's, 73 is so young. Yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, somebody in my hometown died who was like 55, and my mom was like, he was so young, and I was like, that's an insane thing to say. And now I'm like, <laughs> 73 is a child. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John, you had so much left to give us. Especially just because she had such a long career that she did just keep coming back around to being relevant again. Like, Greece never went anywhere. I mean, think of how much everybody knows that everybody loves. I think you might like it. What a what a pop sensation I think yeah, you might and like it I just want to say I was slightly disappointed at the lack of outpouring of love specifically towards that music video from social Absolutely media. Absolutely no one seems to know about this song. Of course, because of course they roll out the anonymous people. Xanadu. Yeah, yeah. George Sakai was like, you're now in Xanadu in heaven, which I don't know if she wants to be in Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> the big Xanadu in the Can sky. Can we get some consent? Like, can we get some Xanadu afterlife consent for a Miss John before we just put her I, yeah. there? It's tough to memorialize somebody who's. It's like all the, her body of work is incredibly impressive and like quality, yet also all of it is kind of funny. You know, yes, like kind of Greece weird. is like kind of funny. Xanadu is like kind of funny. Physical, obviously, kind of funny. Obviously, I think it might like it. Hilarious. So it's like, it's like I kept wanting to like think of something 
like articulate to say about it. And then I just kept being like, he, I'm being Xanatu. I thought we'll all really miss you. You know, it's, like, yeah. it's true, but also it just sounds kind of funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. It does. It is hard. Xanadu. Grease is such a banger, peace. though. Like, I did Grease in 2017. The theme at my uh, elementary school summer camp was musicals, and every class got assigned a musical. And they spent the whole summer, like, they, uh, like, would, you know, we would, they would learn the songs, and then they would study, like, the kids who did Hairspray would, like, study, the, it was, like, fifth grade got that, and they, like, learned about segregation, and so they would kind of, like, talk about the themes, and so that was, like, the, the peg for the summer and the class that did Grease and then I was you know the drama teacher and I worked with the dance teacher and so we did like just like little mini we would put on just like little mini numbers from from uh of the hits from each musical and like I spent yeah. that summer listening to the Grease soundtrack and I was like man this fucking rules this the Grease soundtrack is so so good and it again it just sounds kind of corny to say that but it's just a very 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 good soundtrack i don't i haven't seen the movie in a long time and i don't know to the extent to which the movie holds up obviously there's some lines in there's some rough there's some rough parts of it there's a couple rough parts in there yeah there's probably a couple of things you wouldn't stand by but just the music in that movie is so fucking good and i hope that she felt good about her hilarious legacy I just can't believe we've never talked about it on this show before how much Holden is such a Kanicki. <laughs> Holden, you are, you've got Kanicki energy uh, oh, tenfold. About? I don't even know which character that is. I'm just being a grease person. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's I mean, it's kind of, yeah, you have to be you meaner. Kanicki was definitely like, like a slur over and over again is what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, I feel you're like such a Kanicki, Holden. It's something to do with my Scotch Irish background. I'm one no, of those. No, everyone oh, at home. Don't let any of those Kanickies over me. to uh, <laughs> dinner. You know what I mean? Because all they want is uh, the Blarney stand. I don't know what they want, but you know what I mean? Well, you're certainly not a Zuko. I'm throwing <laughs> it out there. I always wanted to be a Zuko, but I'm always a Rizzo, and I will take it. Did you ever identify with anyone, MJ, in Greece? Who did you want to be in Greece growing up? You know, I think Rizzo was one of those characters that for a lot of us growing up who knew that we weren't a Sandy. A Sandra D, yeah. Yeah, who knew we would never be Sandra D. We're like, I guess I'm Rizzo, you know? Like, I feel like Rizzo is kind of like the first, like, wacky right. friend, you know? But also kind type. of a badass. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, Stalker Channing is just, I would do anything for Stalker Channing. Yeah, and she I was like a bitch, but also Channing. she was like a really great character who you really liked and rooted for. Yeah, I definitely, Rizzo, I, I, for some reason I started watching Grease when I was like five or something. Like, it I really watched it probably when I was way early. too young. It gets in there really early. It's like that. It was Little always Shop on. Of Horrors, I think, is another one that's just super bizarre for a kid, but you just it gets it, it just gets to you. It finds you. And I remember like looking up all of the lyrics to Summer Loving and like singing all of them, like knowing all of them and and asking my parents questions about some of them and them clearly being really uncomfortable about yeah. it. Like it's like a, that song What's is like fucking pretty... on the beach like <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get sand in the he who or whatever you were calling it at that age, you know? Like yeah. And like you know, the the and I'm still like I still feel kind of like mildly scandalized every time increased lighting when he says it's a real pussy wagon, you know. There's just it was like it was a perfect musical to like slap slightly scandalize you as right. a young child, you know, because it's not that scandalous aside from, again, like the 
consent stuff is blurry with <laughs> your kooka. Your I think yeah. blurry that's lines. just a product of the times. You know you want it. Yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> no, don't hold, hold in your evil. <laughs> Summer Eleven is the blurred lines of its yeah, time, yeah. though. Kaniki energy, a hundred percent. Yeah, you absolutely. are such a Kaniki man. Um, I'm telling you, I've called. This is not going to hold up in a few years. Talk about things not holding up. <laughs> you referring to me as a Kaniki? I think is going to be. I think it's his last name. I don't think it's an ethnic slur, but it could be an Irish. <laughs> it just really slur. does sound like an Irish. And well, the Irish, we don't have a lot of. So I'm sure somebody could DM me and tell me the Irish slurs out there, but it's it's Mick. My mom. Right, my Mick. mom. Like, Will owns that word herself. And yeah. So I think it's okay for And me I'm to sure say. they exist, but I don't know any like ones, though, that like can get you in trouble at a bar in Boston, much like ordering an yeah. Irish car bomb, which my ex's brother did. And the guy at the bar was like, hey, you shouldn't fucking do that out here. Really? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do not order an Irish car in bomb Boston? at an Irish Come on bar. Now. In I feel like you may not want to do that in it was like, like an Northern Irish, Ireland. It was an Irish pub. <laughs> It was just uh-huh. not, yeah, I think you want to stay away from it uh, around those nicks. You know what I mean? I don't mean to say this, but what do you call it? It's like, excuse me, sir. May I, oh, no. Like, can I have a, a whiskey in my cream, man? Can I like, what are you supposed to ask for? Whiskey that I would like to drop into well, a beer, your please. first mistake is doing it in a British accent because it is based on, you know, I the think. The Irish don't like the British. Some of That's the, true. Yeah, issues there. Well, I wouldn't do it in Boston. <laughs> I won't do that there, okay? <laughs> I think that's, but it's in your cap and put a butt. I think you can avoid this problem. Yeah, I think you can by never or, doing an Irish car bomb again. One of any one of a million other drinks, I think, would probably be the uh Yeah. I can't imagine the last time I even did one was at the creek. I think MJ, I believe we did them together. Yeah. I was gonna say I had a I have a feeling like the last time I did uh that drink was with you at the creek also. Wow. Yeah, and I think it was just with the kind of thing that like when you see them being lined up, and I think that I would assume a bartender hates making them <laughs> yeah, it's because messy. they are a pain in the ass. It's, yeah. I, I'm going to go and say this too. Sake, sake bomb, far superior to an Irish car bomb. What do you do with the sake bomb? What do you do with the sake, sake bomb? Sake in the shot glass and a Sapporo, uh, usually. Uh, oh, like that sounds delicious. Japanese lager. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so much fucking better. Holy shit, I can take down like eight of those. And it doesn't curdle, I, you know. Yeah, that's, and it's you don't the have to deal with the curdling aspect. or the oh. or the heaviness of it all of yeah, between milk, the cream and the Guinness or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. The, everything drink. about it just is like just ugh, just bloat you out, you know. And you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say a Jaeger bomb is yeah. pretty good. And I'm gonna go ahead and say that I think that I'm pretty sure. My heart would stop if I had a Jaeger bomb. Yeah, I may have aged out. Yeah, we've aged out of that. <laughs> I but I do recommend trying fully aged out. Try yeah. a sake bomb some at some point in your life. It is. I fell That's in love. That's the only bomb left. That. I think we can do. All right. Bomb one left. of them. One of them is anti-Irish. One of them is. I don't even you know, know at that we'll point. Stop our heart. So <laughs> we can only do a sake. There bomb. you go. And you might need a Jaeger bomb if you're about to sleep with over 200 people because of a role. We are going to talk about Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge, <laughs> who has done many things. We, I, I am absolutely, obviously, absolutely obsessed with Jennifer Coolidge. She played Stifler's mom in American Pie, and she claims that because of her role in American Pie, that she slept with over 200 people just because of that role. 
and what a badass. You know, I think about it this time period in our lives a lot, and it's even coming up again because they referenced American Pie in the new Woodstock 99 documentary on Netflix, which I can't look away from. I don't care that they already made one on HBO. All three episodes of it. You're still going I with it? I only have one left, and I wanted to watch it last night, and I was like, you know what? I bet if I watch this right now and then we go to sleep immediately afterwards, I'm just going to have, like, bummer dreams. So we ended up watching something else, but... Throwing it out there, you will do that with yourself while you're watching The Sandman. It is rough. <laughs> I had some weird dreams last night after the last episode we watched. He's coming for Made you, bro. He's coming for you, dude. Morbius is uh, he's, he's it's morbid time. It has but it has more fin time, please. Oh. MJ, I need you to know you gotta watch the Sandman. Talk about Broody Boy energy forever. Gideon started without me because he was like, you know, we were on vacation last week and our vacation show was F-Boy Island. And he Island. did what he always does on vacation. He brooded. Quite <laughs> he brooded. Well, whenever like a new show comes out that he's excited about, he asks like, do you want to watch it together? And usually my answer is no. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't care about the Sandman. And so he, <laughs> I but I think, I, the and then oftentimes man. he will, Dude, he will watch it. The like sometimes cares about I, you, MJ, and the Sandman's gonna dude. come find your fucking ass for saying that in dude. your dreams, bro. So get used to dude. that. Wow. All right. You well, always gotta go into the dream world yeah. at some point, man. The dream realm is always waiting dream realm's for always you, fucking man. Got its dick in the air, bro. Yes, please. <laughs> All I want to do is watch <laughs> F-Boy Island every night for the rest of my life. I know, I'm life. so sad it's over. It. It's all I want. I don't care no about spoilers, anything else. No spoilers, I'm not done yet. I'm so depressed. We threw on hacks, it's fine. It's not F-Boy. But anyways, yeah. where, where do we, how did we get here? I was talking, what was I even talking, oh yeah, was talking 99. Jennifer Coolidge. And talking Jennifer about Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. And talking about, God, what a fucking, um, what were those Russian toy nesting dolls what a russian nesting doll of a conversation we just had let's get back to american pie to to oh it's the thread what's the name of my character the thread finder where the original thread master toilet flusher i believe was what it was back to the original thread which is that you were talking about american pie relationship to woodsock 99 which was like uh disgustingly horny in a gross like toxic masculinity way and just remembering that time in our lives with cinema, there was so much horny teen fare to a degree that we don't get it all now. Now it's warlocks and sandmen and yeah, the, and it's hot as shit. Why are you saying it like down? That? Yeah, you know what, what I mean? do it's, teens watch to get? Like euphoria, yeah, yeah and right. euphoria, which is like, yeah, sex, but also like very different. Light your, yeah, light yourself on fire and fucking yeah, jump off a bridge. Euphoria is like, I feel like the <laughs> right the, the level of sophistication of euphoria compared to American Pie too. Yeah, you know, you're not like sitting there. Real... I don't think it. Well, I'm sure people are. I mean, no. There's the summer I turned pretty, which uh, I did watch all of. That I'm pretty sure in the oldest person that watched. Come on, one to one on American Pie. I mean, was there a was there a, a clarinet up a vagina or a you know a bunch of guys uh, uh, watching a woman unknowingly while she gets changed, which is so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, have not yeah, rewatched yeah, yeah. the American no, Pie franchise. It was crazy how Don't much think like I ever will. every summer at that point you had like your scream knockoff and you had your like weird let's all sit in a theater and get like collectively horny together, yeah. you know? 
Oh, even Skins was a while ago. I think it must have had to do with, again, the lack of, this makes me think of all the rewinds we've been doing and how the media landscape has changed. But like, I feel like for a lot of kids, like when American Pie came out, it was kind of like your first exposure to some of those like types of, I feel like that, like it wasn't like I was on the internet reading about sex or reading about like, and so I feel like American Pie weirdly was like, this yeah, it was this like collective horny experience where it was like collectively everyone was like, oh, are we all this horny? But also it was like collective like for I feel like for kids who were growing up as girls, it was like, are boys like this? And then for boys, it was like, yeah, are we like this? Like there was this strange kind of there was a, a, a collective horniness to it that I think maybe isn't possible now because everyone's Everyone having their own personal their horny journey. Own personal horniness time be on yeah. the internet inevitably, right? For better or for worse. So you know. You're saying to someone that has never seen American Pie, I'm throwing it <laughs> yeah. out there, wow. that I shouldn't watch American Pie. You've never Pie. seen American Pie, Jackie? Never seen it. And you love Jennifer Coolidge? Dude, honestly. I just love Jennifer We're gonna Coolidge. do a high school musical watch along riff track thing for, for the vacation time coming up part of me is also like do we do this at some point for american pie i cannot believe you've never seen american pie oh my god i had no idea jackie Jackie? yeah dude yeah oh it is like the most bizarre although i want you to do this too i need you to imagine while you're watching it sitting in a packed movie theater all with a bunch of like horny to the gills high school kids i don't know if i can go back and i put this is my problem when I started talking when I told you guys a while ago when he started watching Waiting and I had to shut it off because I was like, this is not like this kind yeah. of humor. Does and like the slurs and stuff oh, that they were using, yeah. I was like, this isn't funny to me. Oh, we're gonna and have I a shut slur it off. counter up. It's oh, yeah. gonna be a whole I thing. I think American Pie is gonna not hold <laughs> That's up. That's my problem. Jennifer Coolidge, ways. I'm a huge fan of because of the Christopher yeah. Guest movies. And then right. so it's like I and love her blonde, for that course. side and legally blonde, and then also her in White Lotus is amazing, and like just her voice and her being such a unique presence that's why i'm so attracted like i want to be jennifer coolidge i want her to be my mother i want her to be my lover like i just want all of the things from jennifer coolidge would love to see her be your mother lover and for her to like be your mom and also have sex with you it would just be this beautiful reality show illegal what are we wouldn't you watch it wouldn't you watch that reality show i'm i'm saying this right now holding up with holden my new podcast where i watch (laughs) incredibly problematic movies from the our childhood or or other people's In my brain, all you're going to do is, I thought you meant like putting something on your hard dick to see if your dick could hold it up. happening if if it's a horny movie. Yeah, does it hold up? Did I stay hard through the problematic scene? And if that happens, then I give a random person a million dollars. <laughs> holds up with Holden. Yeah, it's about it whether the movie holds up, but also whether well, whether it keeps my dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which also, by the way, the whole podcast concept will not hold up in like a few years. That's kind of the idea. No, I'm no, making no, something no, no, no. that will and also oh it's so I meta. It's unbelievable. Holden. Yeah, it's more meta than Zuckerberg. It's incredible. Honestly, though, we have to do an American Pie watch log. I, I kind of, I can't. Yeah, I. It was such a defi- weirdly defining moment of our 
it came out at the exact. It's kind of like Scream, how Scream came out at the perfect time for what yes, that right. was. This yes. was that, but it was our porkies. It was our meatballs, yes. and it's a dead <laughs> relic of a thing. There's no like. There will never be. I another... mean, Euphoria. You could kind of make a case for it. it's the closest thing, but even then, it's it's not gleefully horny in the way that yeah. American Pie no. is. American Euphoria is like a quality work of yeah. art. Where American Pie was just. So, so trashy, dirty, and horny, and literally just like, and then we all sat in the room. And this is the thing: just you don't have to go to a movie theater to see that. Whereas what we had to, right? It was weirdly socially acceptable to all go see this movie together. So, oh, and Cruel Intentions, that era, dude. Cruel Intentions, so again, and Wild Things, and there was, of course, that Pen 15 episode. There's nothing, I don't, I mean, maybe someone can point me to it, but I don't feel there's anything like that today. And it's obviously because of porn on the internet and (laughs) access to pornography, but it's just so weird to think back on the fact that, like, we were so horny and the access was so limited, we were all willing to collectively get hard and wet with a bunch of strangers of varying ages around our age group in our teens. And it was like, so it was like, it was like, imagine something as iconic as like the breakfast club with like absolutely none None of of the quality, you know, it was just like, but like a similar kind of ensemble of characters where you're like, oh, I know somebody who's just like Stifler and like I, uh, my group of friends has the one who's like, you know, the fucking that, that guy, like, and and yet, again, nothing. I don't think. I mean, Eugene Levy, I'm sure, holds up. Jennifer Coolidge yeah. holds up. But yeah. like, that's the other thing. Very few Eugene things. Levy yeah. and Jennifer Coolidge are in this fucking movie. So are like a bunch of you know. And then even the kids, half of them be, were like kind of teen icons. Is it Giovanni Rabisi who plays the, or am I making a mistake? The guy who <laughs> wants to fuck Stifler's mom. It's not Giovanni Rabisi. It's God, I was in love with Giovanni Rabisi. Me too. Something yeah. about him. I, and I'm not saying, Jackie, I'm not doing the thing where I'm like, I hope you don't see an American pie. No, like, I, I, like, I understand. I'm excited. Like, I'm excited I want for you to, to see experience and, you know, this with And by you. the way, I'm just realizing it really is the prelude to creating in my opinion, a, a whole generation of monster fuckers. Because then after that, you get Twilight. <laughs> Eddie K. Thomas, that's what I was thinking It becomes all about like, monster-oriented fuck-making. You know what I mean? But this was when kids could just be kids literally sticking their dick into an apple pie, which is the name of the movie is based off. Why did parents allow this? Uh, what you Natasha Leone? Yeah, Natasha Tara Leone. Reed. Tara Reed, Eddie K. Why do I mix up Eddie K. Thomas with Giovanni Rubisi? And then what's her no name? Sean William Scott, Jason Biggs. It's just an incredible, inc- the young people, you know, I feel like, but the fact that, like you said, hold the fact that it's Eugene Levy and yeah. Jennifer Coolidge who were great. Like it in was it. that was my introduction to Eugene Levy was American Pie. Oh. It was it was this whole thing, you know. And I mean, again, Porky's and Meatballs. That was like kind of the generation before, but. Yeah. You also have to remember, this is around the time period when I was a bully in middle school. Right. So anything that everybody liked, I hated. hated. Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely, this is around the time when I was like reading Stephen King right. and I was like, look at these plebs watching their comedy movies. I was the same <laughs> way, but I was big horny for tits. So yeah. it was undeniable <laughs> for me, this product. At that and, time and, of my and, life. and that's the thing. It's fucked up. But, but American Pie was like 
an element of sex education for a lot yeah. of millennials because yeah. I like even the That's fucking the other pie thing. thing. It's like I was like, I want to see this movie so that I can like get information about what horny boys are like. You know, it was like gathering it was intel. honest about sex, at least in our viewpoint. I have to watch it again, right? To to see if that's actually the case, but it was honest about sex in a way back then that we we didn't get really, and even the generation before with you know Revenge of the Nerds with that fucking R word scene, and then yeah. the you know, and then uh, uh, but also Porky's and Meatballs. Even that was like a weird, dumb version of teen horniness whereas this was actually like especially the Tara Reed, I forget the guy's name story because they're like a couple in high school who've been together forever and are like just trying to figure out whether or not they should lose their V cards on on prom night right which I think was like a very real thing that a lot of people dealt with and did not see in a filmic experience is that what you're referring to, American Pie? As a filmic experience. When sound meets vision meets dialogue meets acting becomes an experience of a filmic nature. Uh, I just hurt my arm on my the mic stand here at the new studio. Man, we're too up. old. You got too I old am for up. it. I gotta cool I... down. That's right. I'm cool. Take Luke this week. By the way, I just want to throw it out there. I I've received. Yeah. I've heard the environmentalists sing singing the songs of angry environmentalists. I've been inundated <laughs> with people being saying, "Hey, now." What now? I'm just kidding. No one rode You're in. an all-star, but also holding. <laughs> yes, I would ride in a private Literally plane. no one rode in, thus confirming that no one, in fact, actually cares about the environment. I had two people write in and say they would not, in fact, take a private jet. And I think they're either lying or haven't flown in the last six months. But that's what Hot Take Holden would have said. Cool Take Holden says, Luke says, it's fine. What, what do you says, say? Uh, whatever, man. <laughs> says whatever man now I will say we did have one person writing in and I, I think that this is very smart providing a perspective talking about how it's very easy for the public to get flight info for celebrities and that BTS has had to deal with a lot of problems flying public that it's just so much easier for celebrities to pri- to fly private instead and that also makes a lot of sense so technically right. we didn't even get any anti what you said just a different perspective of supporting. I will what you say, were I did get one email from a bunch of trees. I'm going to read right now. Oh, <laughs> please help us. We are dying. Stop. Chop them down. Chop them down. <laughs> chop them down. Make that paper. And I'm not talking about money. I guess I am talking about sure, money. Sure, whatever. Print that paper. You know what I'm saying? Play is going to play. Haters going to hate. Oh, don't bring up the lawsuit, Holden, because there is a lawsuit against Taylor Swift because of the Shake It Off copyright lawsuit. Where has this lawsuit been for the last 10 years? I mean... Didn't that song come out eight years ago? They filed the copyright suit in 2017, and this is from the girl group 3LW that sang a... In the year 2000, sang a song called Play Is Gonna Play, and they... So they sued... Taylor Swift years ago for this. And I guess it's all finally coming to a head per se. I guess, you know, really good things got put off, I'm sure, with the pandemic and everything. And um, they are claiming that Taylor Swift stole the lyrics from them. And Taylor Swift's like, I wrote the lyrics myself, but also cool take Luke Mm. over here. How do you feel about this? I hope that they both find peace and harmony within themselves through this. (laughs) 
Wow. You think that she didn't steal the line players going to play from them because that is a line that is ubiquitous in pop culture by the time she wrote the song. I feel that the light shining within all of us as human beings is ubiquitous and beautiful, MJ. <laughs> I'm cool I will say I'm scared of you yeah. because you've donned the name of Taylor Swift's enemy, Dr. Luke. So Uh-oh. is this just Dr. Luke in disguise? Would you guys like to make an album with me in a dark room? No, it's so I wish everyone could see where Holden is recording right now, because especially the way he said it, Holden's the the camera. Holden is in our new studio, the new LPN studio. But the way the camera is, there's just like one lone, very creepy lamp in an obviously soundproofed room. And the camera angle is from up and above and off to the side. So it looks like. He's just like checking in on us and it looks like you're trying to get us into that room to, I don't know if you do want us to make an album, I mean, Holden. Do you want your career to skyrocket to the moon or do you want to stay in that dumb room in your apartment? What do you want to do? Do you want MJ, to what do we do? <laughs> I know the way that, that this, that there's something about the angle, like it's, it's very, uh, like, 90s show about the paranormal <laughs> what, what, what Holden looks like right now he's I mean, like technically <laughs> this is a space that is bread and butter is built on shows about the paranormal but yes yeah, yeah. I mean it's it just definitely that kind fits. of situation also I've been watching Unexplained with William Shatner which is a is it good it's terrible <laughs> it is, it's like if you love the original Unsolved Mysteries for like the fourth story on every Unsolved Mystery that was like not a mystery that's what this is like they have one about somebody who was struck by lightning twice and they're like is there something about her body that makes it more attractive to lightning <laughs> like that's literally one whole segment and then Boo. like there's this one, there's this one lake that gets a lot of lightning strikes and they're like well, how do you explain it? And it's like, probably science can explain yeah. it. Like, I don't There's know. There's probably a science thing. It's not that unexplained. It's so bad, but I'm enjoying the hell out of it. But it's very, it's like, it's like when you have to find the fourth mystery for unsolved mysteries mm-hmm. and it's just not really a mystery. It's fantastic. But there's a lot of mystery survolving, survolving. Wow. Jackie, what happened? <laughs> My mouth just stopped working surrounding cool and involving. Make fun of you for what you've done. Oh my God. Now you're cool hand, Luke. Oh, are your God takes damn, cool or are your hands are. cool? <laughs> <laughs> because if you're trying to put your cool hands on me, get them Come off. Come in this dark room for a cool hand experience. Absolutely oh, not. You're such a knicky. Get out of here, knick. You're such a knick. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. 
If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. I am talking about skeet. I'm talking about Kim uh, Kardashian yes, and Pete Davidson. They're broken. They're broken forever. And now Pete Davidson is going to trauma therapy because of what Kanye has done to him. Discuss. Yeah, I'm not, not at all surprised. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah both of you said the same not thing. Not surprised. It would be really traumatic to have Kanye yeah. West harassing you for months and months. Not just Kanye West harassing you. Oh, because I'm sure his fans are like so chill and cool and not at all the worst fucking people on the planet. You know what I mean? It's like, right. what's worse than that? Like a Chris Brown fan, I'd probably say. <laughs> Is slightly what you know what I mean? Like, you, you it's hard to kind of get w- much worse than like, I don't care about all the fuck shit stuff he says all the time and how much he sucks. I like the his sneakers so much that I'm gonna like, support everything he does. And, and do you look at the comments below anything he ever posts? It's the same like set of people just being like, You're the goat, you're the greatest. And like, doesn't matter what he writes. What he does, they support it fully. They have no concerns about his mental health. They just think everything he does is perfect. And that is why fandoms are terrifying. I was thinking about it too. Like if you're famous if you're as famous as Pete Davidson, you I'm sure you just have people who like deal with all of this for you. So like I feel like, you know, the hard thing about being a regular person who's getting harassed on Twitter or something is that like you can't look at Twitter like because it's you know, you just can't open the app or whatever. And even if you don't open the app, you can kind of be like, okay, I'm not going to open the app, but you just like know that, <laughs> that that's happening. And so I feel like for Pete Davidson, it's like on the one hand, it's like, it's not like he has to like deal with his own Twitter mentions or whatever. But on the other hand, I just think it must be just really depressing to be like, of course, Kanye West, like the most famous man, one of the most famous men uh, in the United States, like, just fucking hates my guts and is just shit talking me to like constantly like it's just just like the so it's interesting it's not even like there there's probably in in any material way it probably didn't really impact his life but the psychic weight of 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 being you know pete davidson and being like kanye west is gonna hate me for the rest of my life like it would be really Mm -hmm. intense it's hard enough planning a wedding that I feel like I always have something in the back of my brain that I'm not dealing with. Like, that's enough of, like, psychological damage for months and months. Can you imagine having a huge target on your back, not only by such a famous person, but also the millions of their fans when they are – because it's like even – like. Kanye posted that headline that said Skeet Davidson is dead on his Instagram when they went public with the fact that they broke up. And that has now been taken down because of all of the conversation about how like Pete Davidson is in therapy, is in trauma therapy because of what happened. People and Pete's people like went to Instagram and was like. Like, you know, to try to at least get it. It is funny, though, that like I feel like anyone else would have been fully banned at this point. 
from Instagram right. for that level of harassment, but because it's him, I'm I'm assuming they're like, but he's so popular. He helps. Yeah, Kanye, like the, the parallels between Kanye and Trump, you know, for how they use Twitter, for at least how they use social media. Like maybe that's a clumsy comparison, but I feel like it's just like one of those things where it's like you you actually are using this like in a way that could materially hurt somebody. You know? yeah, 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 to incite to incite negative feelings and or actions, and that is a very scary power to have. Right. that he's wielding very willy-nilly. And I think that that's something that, like, that, uh, you know, whatever's going on in his brain, he's obviously, uh, hopefully, not thinking about the fact that he could put millions of people into negative action in the same way that Trump did. So I completely understand the comparison. It is very scary. Well, I'm going to go yeah, what is say, cool take, Luke, as say. a man who's been sitting in a dark room for the past hour, I feel the same level of power and I wish to wield wow. it. Yes. I Oh, it's because of his cool hands. Yeah, because of my many cool hand many cool hands. How many do you have? Seven to Twelve cool hands. Oh, it varies. varies. It varies wow. day by day. Depends on depends if it's on a how Tuesday or not. Horny I am. Depends on if I've seen the film American Pie yet today, <laughs> which is a daily watching oh, experience no. for cool take Ah, cool take Luke watches it every oh, day. Oh yeah. yeah. He's got some very mild takes about it he thinks it's fine <laughs> he thinks it's slightly funny and enjoyable what do you wow. guys that's actually a hot take slow your roll on the takes no, no. he's slightly concerned about uh, the problematic yeah. oh, okay. things that don't hold all up. right yeah yeah what about pete davidson's uh you know tattoos with her name i mean the at the end of the day right you just say you know he'll always remember that time in his life you know what i mean the crazy thing is, too, is that like, so he, so Pete Davidson got the KNSCP tattooed on him, which people assume is stands for, you know, North Saint Chicago and Psalm, who are Kim Kardashian's children. But he also got the name Kim branded on his chest wow. so that he couldn't cover it up like he or remove it like he could with a I was going to say because that other one I was going to be like well that's very easy to cover up at the end of the day sure 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 but a branding I'm not now I, I'm not too familiar with what you could do with branding and maybe it is easy to oh, go what scarver Jackie everybody knows that everybody knows that you might know a little something about human about branding, branding? <laughs> you just oh you wait till I get my stoke in the fire because I'm gonna put the word ass on your ass holding. So I know where it is. So I remember because sometimes I do forget and I try to shit. Yeah, out of my you're dick. welcome. <laughs> so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's put the ass. word ass on his dick. Yeah. Oh, that's how you do you it. So I know where to put my dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Can we have a clean show for what Cool Hand Luke says? He's fine with that, and it's everything's well, fine. What word could you make out of Kim? That's brand. You got to just add a, a skim, you know, or something. Add a letter on the front. Yeah, but then that's her brand. That's her brand, but in a very different way. Right. Oh God, skim. Yeah. Unless it's skim milk, if you're gonna call yourself because he's. Filled with sugar, maybe he's skim milk. Yeah, maybe he just gets a skim milk brand branding on his chest. <laughs> his chest just says skim milk. Skim milk. Skim instead. milk works. Yeah, I'm sure that there's other words with the word Kim in it that he could add on the branding. But I feel like you know, if it's just like kimchi. You know, kimchi. Yeah. Kimchi's great. I'm just going to say, I think if you're having memorable enough sex with a person, even after you break up with them, 
you know, because I this feels like it comes from having great sex. I don't think you get a branding unless really good sex is involved, right? That's like my cool take, right? <laughs> unless it's Kim Kardashian, unless you're Pete Davidson and it's Kim Kardashian and you're just like, this is so fucking this cool. So cool. I'm going to tattoo it on my yeah. fucking chest. I mean, exactly. So it comes to a point where I'm just saying like, at that point, then it's like, yeah. you'll just be Thanks like, the that's memories. the memory, yeah. you know? Because some people always say like, oh, why do that? Because then you might regret it later. It's like, yeah, but it will never erase the fact that that was a time in his life. Yeah. It was only, it that's was fair. less than a year. Yeah, nine months. So that's a lot. But, you know, these, you know, I mean, people tattoo people. I don't know what to say about them. You know, they're impulsive. They, they get the, you know, but I think right. And I love to tattoos. them. It's like a, a, a lifelong yearbook or something. You know what I mean? It's, it's like you're establishing yeah, those the whole memories. Point is like, this is permanent. Yeah. I, I think it's nice to get, I like whenever people get like wedding ring tattoos or whatever, I wouldn't, I don't think I would do it, but I think it's nice. Like, I think a romance tattoo is is fun. Let people have their fun, and then if they regret it later, then whatever. I'm still too scared to do it. I've never been, I've never actually been able, and I'm getting married, and I still, I'm just like, I just can't do it just in case. Yeah. And there's always that in the back of my mind right. where it's like, my tattoos are for me, or, yeah. you know, they're to commemorate a time period, and I think that's how it's like, because me ain't going right. nowhere for right. now, so I, like, at least that's how I feel, and I'm not, I think that it's a beautiful thing to trust that yeah. much, yeah. but I just don't trust But the difference is, because I think yeah. I would be in a similar position as Pete, Jeff doesn't have that ass. That is a crazy ass. Oh, yeah, but I like to grab on it. I know. It. No, I know. He's got a fine ass, but it's not that ass. Gimme, gimme, gimme. All right? Yeah, it's not that ass. Yeah. You just want to look down at your chest and remember that ass yeah, every time exactly. you look down at your chest. You're just going to look yeah. down and you're going to be like, man, that fucking surgically enhanced team of doctors worked on it. <laughs> Made that ass. <laughs> That thing, you'll always just hold that close to your heart. That project of an ass really yeah. served me well. A for fucking, that million dollar, I fucked a million dollar ass, literally. Come on. Yeah. Man. You're going to be. Is, is that holding up? Are you able to hold that up oh, the entire yeah, time while you think sure. about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of holding it 10 up. pound weights on that thing, I think, if I was dealing with that thing. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't be able to deal with that thing. I wouldn't be able to handle it at all. Not at all. No. It'd be like a... No, no, no. Yeah, some kind of, you know, the the mechanical bull or something. And she'd laugh. She'd be like, you fell off immediately. You know what I mean? It'll be one of those. <laughs> you fall off immediately. Like, Could you imagine you go like, yeah, whoa! Yeah. And then like spinning around the Thanks room. putting these mats down. You know what I mean? Because you, she knew, you know? like, And everyone's pointing and laughing. Like, I can't believe you immediately fell. You know what I mean? You don't even know what's going on. Yeah. It's one of those. You know what I mean? And I bet he's upset. And I will say that there's a lot of people saying that, you know, it is just scheduling and they're both just really busy. I mean, who knows? And it seems like that's why it broke up. Yeah, we'll never. There's always an inside source. I'm always imagining this person. It's the same person for all of these stories uh, dealing with all different celebrities. But it's the same person that always just ends up with their ear to the door. They're like, yeah, it's I really can speak for these two people. And like. Kim's just feeling herself right. She's dating herself right now. And mm -hmm. like they always say the same shit too. And it's just like, who are these people who are like, hey, People Magazine, it's me again. And I just want to let you know, Kim's fine. And Pete's like, whatever. You know what I mean? It's just, 
The worst part, though, is Holden. There's so many people yeah. that do that because yeah, they get paid totally. to do it. And like, and that's it's such a disgusting thing. Like, like, how does that person live if you work? I guess if you're being treated horribly, you would call. Yeah. Like if you hated your job and hated working for that person. But I still can't imagine hating someone that I work with that much that like I didn't quit that I would call in. I was about to say, I was like, you were as I'm saying in New it, York for some, we were just talking about that. No, I take back what I you said. You need I'd trauma therapy <laughs> from that. <laughs> I should have had trauma <laughs> therapy from that. Instead, I just self-destructed mm-hmm. like a normal person in go. their twenties does that doesn't have any money or any fame. It's beautiful. I guess, well, is it time? Is it time for us? Do we have anything else we want to get into before? Uh... Oh, you don't want to talk about the $20,000 Frank Ocean diamond encrusted sex toy? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy looking. I mean, it seems like a lot for a sex toy, but people are so about their sex stuff. They're like, I need it to cost $10,000 to do this thing that I can get for free or a cock ring for $50 or whatever. I don't know. If you want a vibrating one, they're probably more like a hundo, but still. It's got diamonds in it. It's got diamonds in the coxamarines. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it's cool he's doing that's it. You know what I mean? Insane. I think it's a fun move. It's like for his fashion line. I think that's more sex. It's such such a bold move. It's like, I'm not only am I going to throw a sex toy on my fashion line, but I'm going to make it like the most insanely expensive. I just, again, I hate to say the same thing twice, essentially, but all I can think about is the person who gets that. Cool the person look. who buys that is like, who is that person? You know? It's kind of wild. As someone with a lot of money, you mean the XXXLH bone ring with stones? Yes, I mean, it's got a great name. XXLH bone ring with stones. Yes, of course. We all, yeah. I've been saying it over and over again. It's like a sweet couple sitting around like, honey, what do you want for your birthday? It's coming soon. I want the XXXLH Yes, you hear that, Jeff? Yeah. Jeff, that's what I want for my birthday. My birthday is this week. If you're listening to this, that's what I want. I want you to spend more than we're spending on our wedding on an XXXL H-Bone cock ring. And we're going to think about Holden every time we bone. (laughs) Think about H-Bone. And it's going to be difficult. (laughs) But I think we can overcome it through the power of love. That's what I'm going to do next time. I'm like, when I ask for a PlayStation 6 and Lexi box i'll just show her a picture of this and be like i could want this i could ask for this ten thousand dollar dick ring <laughs> I could we could get, easily get a very affordable version of i mean it doesn't seem the the cock rings i'm used to are like more kind of rubbery and feel a little more like yeah so they can get up and over yeah this looks like brass knuckles yeah it looks like there would be scraping involved and it would yeah. be it just is unfortunately something it looks like it would be um, com- it would be uncomfortable in practice. It's cool, but cool in theory. And the problem with a product like this, which is maybe why it's smart, can't really give it a test run, huh? You kind of gotta go all in on that because you can't really be like, yep. I tried it on my dick and I didn't like it. Can I have my ten thousand yeah. dollars back? I mean, I will say that is the the rule for for I think all sex toys. Though I'm pretty sure none. I would assume most exactly, places but don't most accept are a not ten thousand dollars. I think it's the price point. Twenty five thousand oh dollars. Twenty five thousand. Oh, that's 
that's uh, it also just i don't want to be like what i would do with twenty five thousand dollars. but it's like if you're considering getting a twenty five thousand dollars dollar cock ring can you just call me for a second i'll show you pictures of my baby girl and just be like i'm gonna put this towards well, like look at my baby girl giving her a good life and like you know what i mean and then i'll show them so many options of like really good cock rings ones by the way that vibrate and like Light up and stuff. You'd be like be, being at a rave. You know what I mean? Instead of this kind of stuffy businessman's, you know, American psychos idea of a nice cock ring, you know, which is what this thing looks like. Yeah, dude. This thing looks, you know, like a fucking, um, you know, like a something someone in like Dune would use. You know what I mean? And like the movies, right? Like a, the Paul Atreides would be rocking that. Oh, meowski. All right, and please. then Paul Atreides pisses in the bottle. And he pisses in the bottle. We all oh know God. what Paul Atreides <laughs> does. Emails. No, I'm just kidding. No more piss emails. <laughs> but I have a conspiracy, and hit like a hear it, here it goes. Hit me with the share. Do you believe it? Are all Gyllenhaal's klepto-religious fanatics? Dun, dun, dun! Great. Even Maggie? I love a family-based conspiracy This is a crazy theory. story. It's really a two-parter, so we can you can weigh in on both things. I mean, one is just a story about Maggie Gyllenhaal stealing a crockpot or something. And then the other one's this very crazy family history for the Gyllenhaals that I had no idea about that is totally confirmed. All right, so let's get into it. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go and say you believe, y'all. Here we go. This wow. one comes in from Jacob who writes, last week you covered the brazen kleptomania of Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, now it was like three weeks ago. But the Gyllenhaal's life, because of all the piss emails, but the Gyllenhaal's life <laughs> of crime does not stop at simple scarfs and girts. No, this is a family tradition possibly steeped in an odd family religion that that they have managed to keep out of the public's eye. All right, so here's the first personal story about the kleptomania. A very close friend of mine went to college with Maggie, I'm going to assume Gyllenhaal, <laughs> and even ended up in an acting class together. For their final on the works of Chekhov, my friend decided to make borscht for the class for a little extra credit. Maggie asked if she could get in on those sweet, sweet points. So instead of my friend presenting a large pot of borscht, Maggie did the honors, splitting credit, and after the class ended, in all caps, took the pot Home and never gave it back. <laughs> what? This was a large Calphalon stock pot given to my friend by her grandmother. To this day, we cannot watch any Gyllenhaal feature without screaming about Chekhov and that stock pot. Which, by the way, you know, I feel like you should write a song about that. You know, I was in acting class with you. We did a scene. You know what I mean? You took my borscht pot home and you still have it now. You know what I mean? To do the whole thing. Yes, but why would you take the, why would yeah. you take the borscht uh, There's a couple home? of weirdnesses in the story. A, how did you guys like share credit? Like, how did Maggie get in on the points? I don't get that. Like, you guys acted like you made the borscht together. And how many points are you getting in an acting class for making borscht, by the way? That seems odd. Uh, and then on top of that, yeah, how would she even end up in this situation to take the pot home? I mean, it just seems very strange, you know? I mean, I'm cool. Take Luke this week. I'm not going to accuse your yes. friend of being a filthy dog-like liar. All right. Whoa. But there's just weird points to the story. Now, this other thing has been confirmed fully. Um, so I'm not going to poke holes at this. Even more strange is finding out that the Gyllenhaal line goes back to the founding of Swedenborgianism. 
which is a cult that was funded by the great-grandfather Leonard Gyllenhaal, the epicenter of which is in Bern, Athen, Pennsylvania. This church believes that the apocalypse happened in 1757. I know all of this because I have several friends that grew up in Bern, Athen, one a distant cousin of the famous siblings. This church holds a festival every year where they reenact the Book of Revelations with a pageant. Little kids act out <gasps> events, including a mini-headed beast. It's like a giant red dragon. I mean, that sounds sick as shit, yeah. Fun. And the stars falling from the sky. Imagine little Maggie and Jake reenacting the breaking of the seven seals, being bitten by the acting bug, and told that the world had already ended. Primed not just for the silver scream, but a life of apathy toward those who have already been condemned. To hell! I hope y'all find the time to do an even deeper dive on Burn Athen, as it is also a host to a bunch of Dr. Oz drama and more. Thank you so much for making every week a lot more fun and salacious. Be well and keep your keepsakes in your front pocket when near those crafty cultists. P.S. I've attached sources of the new church. If you want a rabbit hole and a video of the pageant from this year, the good stuff starts at 1110. I scrubbed the video. And yeah, it's very it's freaky deaky, it's man. Clean. There's a big dragon and it's a bunch of little kids. Ending the world as like angels. It's 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 all it's real. It's crazy. Do you think that's how Jake Gyllenhaal got the lead role in the redo of Roadhouse? Do you think that he stole it from someone? Do you think that he did some sort of religious craft cult work? To say to get that it? religious magic is not involved would be a fool's proclamation. <laughs> Whoa. That's all I'll I say. Get, yeah, we have to believe borscht and all. I yeah. mean, the I borscht believe, story even though I don't is hold so the weird. crackpot thing against her. Well, that no, just happens It's sometimes. more just like, I think it's more just like, that's on you, bro. You gotta be, I mean, yeah. this is hot take, hold on for a second. That's on you, dude. Like, you gotta get your fucking, why would you just let this person Take your crock, your stock pot. When you're in college, though, when you're that young, like I feel like 35 year old me, there's no fucking way. Be like, no, no, no. I was given that and or I paid good money for that. Hell no, I want that back. 18 year old me. But how do you even end up? Why? Why would Maggie was like, can I? I'm going to take this. Why? <laughs> I'm just going to take it and I'll give it back to you. Like, you know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense why the stock pot would be. Take it. Or is it possible, Is at this point, was like her brother already making waves, Donnie Darko style, right. so that maybe they did that in a way of like, oh, maybe I'll go get it back, and maybe Jake will be there, and then all of a sudden we'll kiss over board. Sadly, I know yeah. for a fact that Maggie Gyllenhaal was attempting to work as a professional actor and was supposed to be the one to like have a career, and then Jake got... Donnie Darko, and he was kind of like, I guess I'll try. You know, it was that brother-sister relationship where he was like, I guess I'll like whatever it or whatever. And then just like got Donnie Darko and became this like huge movie star first. And then Maggie, who was very upset for many years, got her own career finally in her own right, but definitely was pretty pissed off about it. I am going to liken this to when I got my driver's license at the age of 16. I got it. I got my permit the day I turned 15. I got my license the day I turned 16. Henry waited until he was like 19 or 20 to get his driver's license, and he still was given a car, a shitty car, I will say, but was given a car before I was given a car, <laughs> and I was so mad about it. Red lights, stop signs, I still see your face, face in the white, in the white. 
I just drive past Henry's house over and over again and I scream the song and I say, I still fucking hate you, brother. Henry's like, it was a long time ago. He's in the front yard. It was a long time ago. A long time ago. I didn't have a band to play in the favoritism. All right, there you go. That's your celebrity conspiracy for the week. Thank you again. Uh, was that Jim? Uh, thank you. Thank you. That was great. And also now it's time for the oh, list. Oh, who's on who's the list? Jacob and me. Gotta have it was that from list. Jacob. Jacob wrote in about that, not Jin, which I just Jacob pulled out of my Jalen ass. Uh-oh. Thank you. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Maybe it was Jacob who stole the crock, the stock pot, trying to cast aspersions, get ahead of it because he knows that that's going to be the next big news story. Jacob, you casted aspersions right now? Wow. That's very uncool <laughs> take, Luke, of you, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob Building a bit of a ladder here's over a st- there. A bit of a ladder. Here's a, here's a story about my sister Maggie stealing a crap pot. <laughs> because obviously Jake Gyllenhaal listens to the show. Yeah. He was upset about our yogurt content from weeks ago, and he had to have a rebuff. Yeah, and he's sick of people going, where's the scoff? Where's the scoff? Stop, Jack. I'm going to guess um, I'm a millionaire. It's probably in a landfill somewhere. I definitely like moved from that Where's house. Where's the scarf? Just completely in a way that we just I told a bunch of movers to just like maybe throw a bunch of stuff in boxes. Like I'm a crazy famous millionaire. Like I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> keep track of dumb shit like that. But anyways, what's going on over on the list, Jackie? It's actually kind of fun because this does weirdly tie into the teen movies that we were talking about earlier. These are the coolest behind the scenes stories from nostalgic teen movies. It all kind of comes full circle, don't it? I had no idea that Anthony Michael Hall helped Robert Downey Jr. land his role in Weird Science. Weird Science. To the actors um, in Weird Science. Do you remember? I loved Weird I, Science. I also loved it. Talk about a perfect relic of horny movie from a, from a different age. This was our parents' yeah. yes. horny movie. Or really our older siblings' horny movie. Yes. Yeah, the Gen X horny Gen movie. Gen X horny movies. And that this on this list, there are multiple Gen X horny, mov- horny movies. But there's one millennial on here, like in Clueless, that Alicia Silverstone really didn't know how to say the word Haitians. <laughs> Silverstone had this script, and she was doing her lines, and as soon as I said cut... This is from uh, Amy Heckerling. The script woman and everyone in the crew started to walk up to her and tell her the right pronunciation, and I had to run interference and go, step away from the actress, stand clear of Alicia Silverstone. I didn't want her to know that she had had it wrong. I wanted that assurance without her thinking this is funny or a joke, which changes how you say things. That's awesome. There's something you do when you're completely confident that just can't be replicated when you know you're doing something wrong, and Amy Heckerling was 100% right. That's awesome. That's so funny, man. Uh, Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. 
And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Also, how perfect Ralph Macchio in the scene in The Karate Kid actually caught the fly with his wow. chopsticks. Which, that is pretty insane. Cool. Macchio said, we went through five incarnations of how to figure out how to catch this fly. First, they had a big metal pipe frame, maybe a four-foot frame with a piece of fishing line and a plastic fly. And there were two crew guys off camera going like, motions how they held the frame. And I was going like this, and it just looked hideous. And the next thing, they were catching flies. Crew guys were catching flies and taking thin monofilament and fishing line and lassoing flies, like putting them on a leash. And so they said, just find the thing and go down to the fly. Well, I was decapitating like heads going here and there. So he was just wow. catching flies out of the air, which is kind of beautiful. That's fun. You know, I'm just so happy for Ralph Macchio. I feel like he's had just such a blessed oh, life. Oh, yeah. I love Cobra Kai. Oh, and he's just, I mean, I, and I love watching Cobra Kai. I love that it's come full circle for him. And um, I just, I feel like you can feel his happiness through Yeah, watching and he's just Cobra like a normal, Kai. at least on Cobra Kai, he just seems like a normal guy. It's not some, like somehow everyone involved in Karate Kid, or at least, you know, him and Johnny, like just seem like really great. Mm-hmm. It's just like a great, happy ending for a movie, which just almost never happens. <laughs> Dude, and the show is also great. I've been really, really enjoying it, but did I would have also really enjoyed watching Vigo Mortensen cast as Jake Ryan in 16 Candles, because Vigo Mortensen almost got the role opposite Molly Ringwald. And in the, like, for those that don't know, oftentimes, especially when you have to interact or have, like, a couple thing, they test you, like, to do, like, an actual, like, camera test with you to see how you guys interact and how your passion looks on screen, essentially. Mm. And in the audition, Viggo Mortensen gave Molly Ringwald a apparently heart-arresting kiss. Cute. He kissed her during the audition and almost gave her a heart attack. And um, that is, that's a bold move to do in a screen test. And I guess it was so bold, he didn't get the role. <laughs> I'm looking at young Viggo Mortensen, and I, I'm not, I don't really feel it for him. And so I think that that was a wise Yeah, decision. he didn't come out. I mean, was Lord of the Rings really his first big thing? Was that kind of what put him on the map? I, 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 I genuinely. Well, that was in two thousand and one, so I don't know what he, when his first movie was. But like the thing that broke him, you know, because yeah, he definitely. I don't remember him as a young actor, you know, like in anything. But I'm sure he's Apparently in stuff. Apparently, he was in A Perfect Murder. He was in Crimson Tide. I'm gonna assume these are very, very small. Yeah, roles. or like what throwaway exactly? Like, cause even Crimson Tide, like who was it even in Crimson Tide, and what was Crimson Tide even about? You know, we know it existed. James Gandolfini was in Crimson Tide. Oh, damn okay. it! Well, he really? died. Happy <laughs> <laughs> like Newton John, and it all comes back. Around No, now that I'm looking at the pictures of Crimson Tide, I do remember Viggo Mortensen and Crimson Tide, but that was in 1995, and nobody gives a shit about Crimson Tide, except for me thinking about James Gandolfini. But, last but not least, Keanu Reeves went to Stevie Nicks' house to rehearse a dance scene that was cut 
from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Apparently, one of the scenes that didn't make it into the movie was a complicated dance routine performed by the boys while they waited for the bus. Even more interesting is the fact Reeves and co-star Alex Winter practiced their dance for this scene at Stevie Nicks' private dance studio at her Arizona residence. According to Winter, the young actors were horrible dancers, so to pull off the scene, they rehearsed this number for weeks. And for weeks and weeks, and because for some reason, Stevie Nicks had a full ballet studio in her desert ranch house with a full ballet bar and mirrors and wood floors, literally the whole thing. <laughs> Winter doesn't elaborate on why they couldn't have learned the dance somewhere other than Nicks's home, but still, it's pretty <laughs> cool that it happened. That's Can so you awesome. imagine working on something like that for weeks and then they still don't use it in the yeah, movie? Yeah, and then I why not? So or I guess they didn't even film it because then it's like, come on, you got to put that in this special. That's got to be on YouTube or put on special features or something. I mean, that's too fun. Like, why wouldn't you include yeah. that? It's way too much fun. And I want to now I want to see the footage of it, especially of them in Stevie Nicks' dance studio. Well, I can't see anything over here. That's right. I think what? I'm going blind. blind. Items. Ah, oh, I can't see them. All right. We got some blinds for you guys right now. It's the only thing I can see are these blinds. Oh, that's pretty cool. Check this out right the fuck up here. Speaking of uh, split ups and breakouts. Ups and ins and innies and outies. <gasps> belly buttons? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking belly buttons here. <laughs> the split announcement between the three name rapper slash singer and the actress is imminent. Also, they both have belly buttons. <laughs> Who's uh, Machine Gun Kelly? Yes. What do you think? But their love is eternal. Um, I definitely think there's been signs of struggle happening you know what i mean a little bit definitely some rumors of like having issues with like a potential pregnancy mm. and stuff like that and obviously machine guy kelly's been kind of acting really crazy like when he smashed his what did he do again mm. he like broke glass or something at an after party and like broke his face he's a little unwieldy i would say <laughs> it's got to be an interesting situation <laughs> yeah well i watched the documentary about him and his daughter said that megan fox keeps him grounded so i hope it's not true but sounds like he's about to fly away it's definitely one of those where she was like thank god for megan because he's crazy you know what i mean so uh yeah which is funny oh, no. too that megan fox of all people would be the like <laughs> the grounded stable, one. stable yeah. grounding for us yeah yeah but anyways, yes, good good work, MJ. MJ, one point. Jackie, zero points. No! This permanent A-list actor is one of the GOAT. He also has a list of every celebrity slash actress he has slept with the past 60 years, and it is long enough for a book on its own. It doesn't include the fans and non-famous people, but does include hundreds of photos naked and close to naked, and is going to be a coffee table book for the ages, which will be sold in very limited quantities. You're going to have to give us, you just said oh, someone a, that's in their 60s. Yes. Essentially what you've given he us. He is known 60s. for his sex appeal but also for his incredible acting. He has been a Harrison Ford. iconic villain. He has been in the Looney Bin. He has been... Marlon Brando? Uh, he has been... No. Um, uh, he's been riding easy. Oh, Looney Bin, uh, Jack Nicholson. Yes. Ah. One point for me. There you go. Wow. One point for Jackie. I can't All believe I... tied up. And the winner gets... <laughs> A free 
fuck weekend in the desert. Yeah. Cock ring? It's crazy. Oh, I want the $25,000 cock ring. Yes, you also get the $25,000 cock ring or what's in this briefcase I'm holding up right now. (laughs) Which may include upwards of $57,000 million. Says the man (laughs) sitting in the dark, soundproofed (laughs) room. Come in here. Okay. Come in here. <laughs> Jackie, come in here. I, come on. I don't it's want to look inside of the briefcase. It's completely fine in here. It's totally fine in here. I, I hate it in You should there. definitely come in here. It's really cool. No. Uh, <laughs> there might, there's money in here. There's a bunch of candy in here. Oh, well, I do like money and candy. That's a different, <laughs> that's a different story altogether. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff in here. I think your wedding, your wedding dress, I think, is in here. You should come in here. Is my, can I have it? Can I please try it on? I don't please. Know. I need to get it. I need to try it you on. Might have to come in here. So isn't that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> what if I just cry about it? <laughs> and we'll make an album together. An album for the ages. And that's how oh. we'll control the youth of America. You're scary now. I know. I'm sorry. I don't want to leave you praying. So let's move on to the final blind. <laughs> strange hookups. It's one of those. I love the strange hookups category. This is a strange hookup. The illiterate actress slash businesswoman and this A-list multiple Oscar-nominated character actor, best known for playing outsiders, villains, and psychopaths. This was shortly after her divorce from her husband, who you all know. Okay. So, I'll start with the guy, the multiple Oscar. Wait, can you say it again? The illiterate yeah. actress slash business. That means the first letter of the name is the same. I always hate that one. It sounds like illiterate. The actress slash businesswoman <laughs> and this A-list multiple. I don't. I would say actress is an interesting word to use. Let's say reality star. And this A-list multiple Oscar-nominated actor, character actor, best known for playing outsiders, villains, psychopaths, and starting cults. This was shortly after her divorce from her husband, who you all know. So it's Kim yeah. Kardashian. So already MJ seems to have won the point. Damn it. From but who is the other He's annoyingly guy. a character actor. He's annoyingly method and he tried to start a cult. Or he's like... Jared Leto. Yes. Oh. Fuck, we're tied, Jack. We're tied, Jared Leto. We're tied, Jared Leto. We're tied. Uh-oh. Wait, what was Kim Kardashian doing with Jared Leto? Fucking him? Uh, yeah, Kim Kardashian and Jared Leto had a strange hookup. There was some pictures of him with like her and the family at Paris Fashion Week. That was like the article linked to. But I could kind of see that, see but it. I also. I would assume that Kim does not want to be controlled, and I would assume that that would never work. For no, them. but I can see, see the hookup, especially now that I know she does enjoy ghoulish. I was gonna say, men. she got a type with Pete Davidson yeah. and Jared Leto, and I get for it for sure. And that type is ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like buggy. I like I love a bug-eyed, yeah, scrawny yeah. person who looks. Strung out, but Jared Leto was much more attractive before I yeah, ever Yeah, that's right. I forgot thing. your big horny movie from childhood was uh, Bugs Life, I believe you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was horny for him in my so called life. Everybody, uh-huh. yeah, Jordan Catalano. I, I view Jordan Catalano as a different yeah. entity yeah, totally. from different Jared totally. Leto. Yeah, yeah, you got to. You have to. Well, I mean, I feel like it's pre method and post method is really the delineation, right? So once he went yeah. all method and shit, it got all. You could almost say that about Gaga as well, like pre-Oscar bait Gaga and post-Oscar bait Gaga. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope 
this fucking dumbass Joker 2 thing is stupid as hell and ridiculous. And I feel like it's not going to be. I feel like it's going to be a we live in a society all over again. Serious. But I just (laughs) really, really want it to be so over the top and silly. And I hope that they both give us the most absurd performances of all time between Joaquin and Gaga. Well, there's your blinds. How do we do a tiebreaker? First person to say the word turkey wins. Turkey. <laughs> you guys really said that like right at the It's my same. birthday this All week. Right, I win. win. It's okay, my birthday. I win. Jackie can win. Otherwise, she's going to cry. I'm the bride. It's my birthday. These are the things I yell every hour of the hour. I'm the bride. It's my birthday. <laughs> Very good. Well, there you go. And I can see that it's your birthday because I can see again. Oh. We did it. We're done with the blinds. We're done with the show. Sort of. Still got some shout outs. Waza. And thank you guys so much for hanging with us today. We were sad. We laughed. We screamed. We cried. And my name is Jackie Zabrowski. And you can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can come hang out over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie on Sundays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And on Wednesdays, I've been playing The Sims of Our Lives, where I create all of LPN. I'm slowly creating all of them. And then I got to create all of their homes. And then I'm going to make us all have sex with each other because I am a 14-year-old on the inside. I love it. Check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. We've got Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. I stream with Jackie on Fridays from 6 to 9 EST. That is twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Thank you again to Jacob who wrote in with the Celebrity Conspiracy Theory. If you've got- Jacob Gyllenhaal. Yeah, seriously, or whatever maybe with you actually, because now I'm suspect. But if you want to send in more Celebrity Conspiracies, page7podcast at gmail.com, page the number 7podcast at gmail.com for Celebrity Conspiracies, shout outs and blind items. Please keep them coming. They're always greatly appreciated. Appreciated. And last but not least, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. I need to tell everybody, which I haven't even said on the podcast yet, that I have started putting out my weekly chapters from Ice Planet Barbarians. It is not for everybody. It is alien smut. I'm just letting you know we're doing an audiobook of alien smut. And I tell you what. The ways that the aliens on this planet greet a person is different than humans <laughs> do on Earth, I will say that. And maybe it has something to do with getting eaten out. I don't know. You <laughs> hang out over on the Patreon. You'll find out. All right. And uh, yeah, what else we've got? Oh, oh, one more. Th- We're very bad at saying these things. I know. i got to start pumping this now. It is free. We are doing karaoke. It is a meetup from 6 to 9 PT at a place called Good Night in North Hollywood. It is going to be straight up. It's just for us to fucking hang out and have a blast. I'm so looking forward to this. Please, please join. It starts at 6. The drinking starts at 6. The karaoke starts at 7. Be there, be there, be there. All right. And finally, last, 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 but very not least, MJ. My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Damn straight you are. Y'all ready to sing the shout-out Yeah. Song? Yeah. There it shout, is. Shout, shout, shout. Let it all Let out. It all these are the these emails, are the that, emails you that you wrote it about. Come on. Come on. Go read them to you. Go to you. Come on. Come on.
Thank you guys so incredibly much for sending in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is page7podcast, page7, the number podcast at gmail.com. I love reading everything you guys write in and I always, always appreciate you taking the time to just send a hi or just a or an article or whatever you want. But I especially love me some shout outs. I love you guys so much. And here's to our first self shout out to my almost birthday twin. Yes, please. Happy be almost birthday, Emily. Emily writes, I'm writing in with a self shout out for my birthday. I'll be 31 on the 16th. Jackie, your book club coming back with Ice Planet Barbarians was the best birthday gift I could have ever asked for. Ruby Dixon has quickly become my favorite author after getting back into reading as my way of coping with being a healthcare worker in this never ending panini. I know you're a fellow monster fucker, Jackie, and you are in for a treat. All of us are, Emily. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited to be going on this adventure with all of you guys. Happy almost birthday, Emily! And speaking of Leo season, we have an amazing message from Kyle to their partner, Jessica, another Leo beauty. Kyle says, happy birthday, Jessica. I have cherished every single one of the last five years I've experienced by your side and look forward to many, many more. Sidebar, I'm not going to start singing the last five years, but I want you all to know that I am inside of my brain, but I'll jump back in. There aren't enough people like you in the world, and your beautiful spirit teaches me something new every single day. You are resilient and optimistic, even in the face of challenges and struggles, and I admire everything about you. You are the love of my life, oh, and I hope to never stop finding new ways to show you that. Hopefully one day I'll be able to speak to your soul that way that Jackie does, but until then, I guess this is the next best thing. You are beautiful and smart and perfect in every way, and I'll love you till the end of time. Happy birthday. I hope it's the best one you've ever had. Love, Kyle. Can I just say, Kyle, that I I think that that does speak. I don't mean to speak for you, Jessica, but I think that does speak to your soul because that was such a beautiful thing to write to your partner. Oh, my God. It gave me chills. Happy birthday, Jessica. You got yourself a good one. I'll continue on with my love to love shout outs because it fills my heart. And this amazing shout out goes from Nick to Alexandra Alexander, who married into the name, and what an amazing name it is. Alexandra Alexander, love it. Nick says, I would love to give a shout out to my wife for our anniversary and her birthday. You guys already sort of know my beautiful, smart, and sexy wife, Alexandra Alexander. You may remember her from hounding you guys about watching Big Brother, or more recently, her sharing a story about her uncle saving a sinking ship from her fucking piss alarm. What a classic. Oh, oh, I loved you, Alexandra Alexander. She's always been there for me and had my back, and I couldn't ask for a better best friend to spend my life with. 
This Wednesday, August 10th, is our three-year wedding anniversary, and it has been an incredible three years, and an even better almost ten together. Her birthday is August 24th, so this is a dual-purpose shout-out. Happy early birthday, babe. Maggie and I love you! And Maggie is their dog. Thank you so much, Nick, for writing in about your love to Alexandra, and also, I was about to just be so surprised that a Leo shared their Leo season with their wedding, but August 24th, that means you're a cuspy Virgo, baby. Happy almost birthday, you beautiful cuspy Virgo, beautiful, gorgeous soul. So beautiful, it was so nice, I had to say it twice. And last but not least, we got an emergency shout out. Emergency, emergency. This comes in from Alex. Alex says, I'm sending in this emergency shout out to my girlfriend, Maddie, who just today became my extramarital partner of 10 years. This shout out is urgent because this wonderful person finally got the vid for the first time the day before our anniversary, and she's having a rough go of it. Could Jack and it be the key? Cure? We've had plans since winter to leave for a super special trip to Ireland in celebration and on top of all the things we're missing out on while quarantining, we're really worried about making the trip. I just needed y'all to give her a shout out because she is the most amazing person I've ever met. My entire raison d'etre which I will say Alex said that they had to look up how to spell it, and I had to look up how to say it, Alex, if it makes you feel any better. But I will continue. And yes, Holden, she is far and away my best friend, but whatever. Who else could I scream with about Riverdale for actual hours? She's so caring to everyone she knows and so badass and strong at the same time. She's like if Archie had a brain and was less corny. (laughs) Oh my God, Maddie, are you forged from iron? Hell yeah. Long time patron she is. She's the one who showed me the network, which led us to traveling out of state just to hug you guys back in Madison. I've been thinking about how deserving she is for a shout out for so long. And seeing as how I plan to pop the question on this trip, I figured now's the time. Who knows? I think she might like it. If you love, love, love my love for Maddie, and I definitely love, love, and I love your love, Alex. Oh, I'm putting all of the good energy I can out to you, Alex and Maddie, so that you guys can be well and go on your trip so you can put a ring on this amazing human being. I'm so happy for you both. I'm saying mazel already. Love you guys so much, and you guys are gonna go on this trip. I can feel it. I love you guys so much. Thank you for writing in to page7podcast at gmail.com It fills my heart with joy. It fills my face with smiles. It's all thanks to y'all. Love you guys. We will be back next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And 
producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.